happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Presents the Nationalist Inquirer for April 19th, April 20th, if you're listening to this on the podcast, lucky you. I am Johnny Monoxide, alongside Reinhard von Krieger. What's up? Reinhard? All right. He's here, I swear. Also joining me, Dogbot. Hello, sir. Howdy, y'all. Howdy. And taking notes down in the dungeon, Grognak. What up, man? What's going on, everybody? I'm just getting ready to uh, shitpost through the news or whatever it is that we do around here. Um, hopefully, Reinhardt will be joining us soon. I swear he was just right here. As a matter of fact, he was typing stuff just a second ago. Did he get Wendigoed or something? Did he get Mandela? Did Sometimes it gets foggy on Ape Mountain. And you have trouble seeing your way around certain parts of it. You might hit a tree and bonk your head. He might, yeah, he might have gotten bonked. Who knows? Anyhow, we are here. We are live on Pilled. We are live on DLive. We are also live on Odyssey. Uh, hopefully, Odyssey stays up. I know the stream on Odyssey t- sometimes tends to suck. Uh, well, you know, we're here. So. I've, it's weird. I know Reinhardt's in the call. It's like he's a ghost. <laughs> I was I was gonna make a Holy Ghost joke, but that's just not right. Hmm. Yeah. No. Probably wouldn't be right. No. Uh, he just messaged and said he he doesn't know what's happening. Oh, can you hear us? He's like trapped in the TV, like the little blonde girl. Oh Lord, no! Not like um. Oh, what was her name? Penelope, uh, no, wasn't it? Carol Ann. Carol Ann, that's right. Yeah. Carol Ann. That still gives me the heebie-jeebies. That little midget woman. That's that's what bothers me about that movie the most. That and the clown. Uh, the, the clown. The, the scene. The scene where the guy's tearing his face off in the mirror. I didn't like <laughs> yes. when I was a kid. And when I was a child, I yeah, I was like, oh, that's really really gross, and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. But I had already by that point, I had already sat through um, the original Friday the Thirteenth. The one where Kevin Bacon took the arrow through the throat from the underside of the bed. So I was already a little bit, you know, tough. Yeah, the tree, di- the tree didn't bother me. The clown didn't bother me. Um, maybe the animated uh, Incredible Hulk on the horse. That was that was pretty weird. That was that was that was kind of weird. The the clown bothered me because stuff in the corner in the dark always bothered me. This is mm. one of those things. Yeah. So, anyhow, yeah. Carolyn! <laughs> oh, my God. Reinhardt, buddy. The, are, you built the sub- suburb on top of an Indian burial ground? What are you, nuts? That's terrible. Like, literally, that's every suburb in the United States right you, now. You know what there? really made all those movies the best was watching them on TNT with Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, guy. yeah, dude. Joe Bob Briggs was the best. Man. He could make the worst movie amazing. It was it was a different form of mystery science theater. So here's the thing: if the entire neighborhood was built on an Indian burial ground, why was it only their house that was affected? That's a very good question. That is a hmm. very, very good question. I have no I think idea of the clairvoyance. The family, the family members had a clairvoyance. They just knew that this was the piece. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Maybe it was a small tribe. 
They only, you know, they only buried themselves on a quarter of an acre. <clears throat> Can y'all hear me? Yes. Hi, Reinhardt. Hey, hey. There we go. Good. The Whew. fog has cleared from Ape Mountain. We were worried yeah, we were going to have to send out. Was? You know what it was? One of the apes, he was actually sitting on the mic cable. Kind of pulled it out. Just, just pulled the mic out just enough to where you actually couldn't talk. Hmm. Did you wipe it off? Yeah. Did you? Did you like with a? Yeah. Did you wipe it? That's why. That's like why Hillary wiped her hard drive. Minutes. I was disinfecting. Oh boy. <sighs> yes. I'm ever since the whole theory. COVID. Ever since the whole COVID thing, Reinhardt's been like that little two-year-old that thinks everything is hand sanitizer. <laughs> Have you seen that video? That is like simultaneously like aw, and like you want to do terrible things to that kid's parents for doing that to that kid. Uh, every time I drive past the house that we're living in our home now, um, at the end of the school day, so the school bus will drop off all the kids, you know, and they go the separate ways. Asian kids, there's like one black family in the neighborhood, um, and then all white kids, and they are all still wearing masks, except for like one little skinny, sickly-looking white kid. It's just You I, would think oh. it would be the Chad kid. Well, yeah, now now I consider him a Chad, but he's he's a kid that if you just saw him, you would consider him like, oh, is he, he's a little small. Mm, yeah. But he's doing it right. He's doing it right. He's, he's taking the mask off, as did Alaska Airlines. Did you guys hear about this? That the FAA, some judge, some 35-year-old judge, you know, Trump appointee, shot down the FAA's mask mandate. Ha, take that, libtards. They're so mad about that. Dude, I'm so happy about it. I, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, but but obviously you've heard uh, like what's happened because of that, right? Like people crying about it on the Internet. Uh, yeah, I, I saw some of that on Twitter today. They keep using the term immunocompromised, and I don't think they really know what that means. No, no. Apparently, every child uh Every child that a libtard has to take care of is either trans or, immune, or immunocompromised, well, and or both. You don't, you don't have. That was going to say you don't have to repeat yourself because once you're trans, you become immunocompromised. It's all that sodomy. That's that's really sodomy is a hell of a satanic drug. Just boarded a plane where people were discussing the hashtag mass mandate was over. People celebrate the weird things, I guess. Thankfully, half were still wearing theirs. An airplane might be the one place you want to wear a mask, folks. Hashtag masks work. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. I, I don't understand how how some people have made the mask thing you know, their hill to die on. It's like, just wear it if you fucking feel like it. Mm. You know, like, I think you're, I, I can think you look like an idiot, but. Yeah, you, you know. look like a faggot doing it, but. Oh, wow. Like, Dude, welcome to the Darwinian stage of the pandemic, fueled by personal comfort and political dogma. Enjoy your front row seats to natural selection, starring your loved ones. Go ahead and eat your popcorn. You're not wearing a mask anyway. Hashtag pandemic, hashtag mask mandate. This is somebody who goes by the handle Cuckoo Nuts with two Ks, K-O-O-K-O-O Nuts, and is Shocking. an awful with glasses. Are we are we going through the poll thread now? Yeah, might as well. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pull that up for everybody to go to be able to go through with us. Yeah, just go ahead and Boy. pull that up and pull that up. Hold that up. <sighs> 
it, it's te- yeah, pull that up. Uh, oh, the, cesp- that. the cesspool of lies. That sounds right. What was what was it? <laughs> the cesspool of lies and uh, glow ops. That is pull. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, we are all incredibly active on poll and pay people to do things on poll for us. Listen, just, don't I, tell on my Fiverr guy, okay? <laughs> I don't, I don't even know, know what Fiverr is. I've never posted okay, anything on. on 4chan anytime. Yeah, I, I've literally, like, I, the only time I've ever been on 4chan is when I'm scrolling through the threads that say, thread is archived, you cannot reply. I, I wouldn't know. I literally have never posted not one comment, not one reply, never made a post. I've ne- I have absolutely no idea how to. I don't know anything about it. Are you it. telling me that you haven't been posting about Dark MAGA? No, we're not getting into that yet. We're yeah. still talking about the mask mandate. <laughs> I know, I yeah. know, I know. No, no, I know. But he was he was trying to get me to say something, but I'm not going to. So, uh, dude, I have no idea. I have no idea anything about poll. People that go on poll, there's been people that we know personally that have been on poll since like 2014, 2013, 2012. BX, like they came out of the poll um they 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 came out of the whole poll circles like that's that's the universe they were spawned in that's the part of the internet they came up in i had no idea what poll was okay i i didn't know how to do poll i didn't know any of that stuff i didn't even know x as a conspirator like i didn't even know x existed until 2017 16 2016 when i started doing the show um cuz when did we start doing the show? 2015? 2016? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. It was 2015. I don't okay. know. It's been seven seasons. Let's say seven years. So yeah. 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 Okay. It was such a terrible, terrible. Uh, the show's so bad. No, so listener, no that, listenership. I, anyway. I think this account right here is straight up dead internet theory. The melt them down uh, screenshot. Too, too much? Yeah. Her, the, the, her I will not too, too fly much. again until mask mandate is restored and enforced. Unvaccinated children were in the air when masks were ripped off to celebrate free dumb. No, this is not. Just this, wear a mask. This is not that's, dead internet. This is. That's dead internet. No, this is boomer libtard. That is completely. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's totally. I think it's totally dead internet AI. Is it, is it an actual reply, not a meme or, or like a tweet or anything? It's a 4chan reply? No, it's it's, uh, it's a tweet. It's, it's a tweet it's, replying it's a to whatever. of a tweet. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It could, it very well could be dead internet. It could That's be. The thing is, is you don't know where right. the line is at exactly. This, at this but point. with the hashtags and everything. The hashtag, like, dude, oh, boomers easy. love hashtags, bro. Boomers love hashtags as much as blacks love to just shoot in a subway car and not hit anybody for no reason whatsoever, just because they're black, <laughs> you know, just because, you know, and manage to manage to leave their credit card and their, uh, what the fuck else did he leave credit card and his receipt and his, I guess he left the key to his, his wallet, his wallet, I mean, just because he's black, you know, the blacks just do that, dude. They just leave well, shit. Anyway, what about dead internet AI generated Carrie Lee O'Farrell with about to fly out of LAX? Will be sporting my N95 on Alaska Airlines flight with my hand sanitizer and disinfectant wipes. Do not gonna- care one flying f what anyone thinks it. Mask mandate. She's flying Alaska, so she Native American. Just gonna like chug that hand sanitizer. Carrie Lee O'Farrell. Carrie Lee O'Farrell. See, yeah, AI I don't generated sunflower emoji. <laughs> See, the thing is, though, the thing is, dogbot, with somebody who's been on Twitter as much as you have, you've seen 
which is for some people, you know, still suspicious, but, um, but not me, obviously. Um, my block list is legendary. <laughs> yeah. His block list is pretty big. Um, you have to be able to see his tweets to, to report his tweets. That's basically what you're saying, right? Yes. Yes. He's, he's literally I blocked. Make, I make a sport out of blocking commies, trannies and degenerates. Yeah. But there's a, literally, what is there? Like, like, that's a lot of blocks for her. Well, there's like 430 million users on Twitter, and I think DB's block list is about 245 million people long. So, <laughs> good lord, it fills up a one terabyte hard drive. I can block 200 people uh, while taking one work shit. Yeah, it's pretty legendary. Anyhow, for somebody who's been on Twitter as long as you have, I just don't understand how you don't think some of these like because, dude, some of these libtards are like this. It was like my experience on Facebook because I was on Facebook a lot longer than I should have been and dude boomers and people with too much time on their hands are real and there are shit libs and libtards libtards excuse me same thing that that speak like this you know and the, and the hashtags and all that stuff that's just a boomer thing man I don't know really I is. think I'm I think I'm going to dial back the amount of boomer hate that I generate because because you're an Xer and we're down, next. Well, when it comes down <laughs> to it, they were they were the first generation that was absolutely pummeled with programming. Right, you know, I'm not know I, I'm not I'm not well, completely absolving them of all their actions. I'm just saying that, like, it's 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 not much better with the subsequent generations as far as no, got, the it, effect of the programming. What it, what about the orphan train generation that was? programmed into believing that their people built this country. Yeah. Even I mean, before that's, the boomers. That's fantastic stuff. I, I'm just I'm just talking about like television programming. Like yeah, they were hit the modern the screen. The modern it, system yeah. screen programming. Yeah. No, you're right. The boomers were the first to get it. They got that. They were uh force fed the um the back to back World War champs and we went to the moon. And it was all on television. Also there's the whole lead paint chips theory <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh, don't forget also the, the, that the, the best poison, the, the, the poison food supply that led to the fake polio epidemic. Yeah, I was, which gonna, led to the fake polio vaccine. Right, but that was before the boomers. But yes, that would have been well, uh, the polio they, vaccine. No, they had was, to hear all about it. You know, oh, right, but they didn't have vaccines because you don't. You know, like it, it saved us from polio. Right, okay, I see. Where, I see where you're going. Yes, you're right. They were the ones that were that had the the medical industrial complex forced down their throats the hardest first on top of that um very heavily vaccinated don't forget that a lot of them the best a lot of the best didn't come back from either of the wars so right there is your breeding program you just yeah call the best right off the top and you're left with now you're now you're left with like like ralph and vouch you know so and a couple how, and like a couple of chads how far into the two weeks of flattening the curve are we right now? I don't know. We're into a, we're a very long way into a thing that Almost. that's over, Dogbot. It is over. Wait. It, well, no, Keith Woods. Keith Woods said, how could anybody have believed that COVID was over? But he just told us it was over he, he, like 837 times. He specifically <laughs> said it was over. You specific, Keith, Keith, just go back to smelling your own farts, bro. Like, seriously, go back to being a commie because you're not good at this, this, like staying on track thing with the right wing. Like nobody believes you anymore. Your COVID shit is you're lying. Stop it. Just stop it. 
Stop changing lanes. Stop changing lines. Everybody just admit you were wrong and shut the fuck up. Basically. Yeah. I hate that. Like, I hate that I have to be the grown up in the room. Okay. I really do. I'm just kidding. I'm the conspirator. I'm the conspiracy theorist. You're the chief schizo. Chief schizo. I'm the guy that believes that the earth is flat and we didn't go to the moon and that Werner von Braun was associated, like his entire everything was predicated on working with Satanists who believe in magic. Yeah, that's going to be a no for me, dog. (laughs) Yeah, so like, okay. And we are going to shoot down every single one of your sacred cows. Sorry. Yeah, you get nothing. Mm-mm. That's also meant in a good way. Is you you don't get anything in this world because yeah, why, this world sucks. Why do you want? Yeah, why do you want any of this stuff? The stuff that gives, right. you, gives you cancer, gives you psychological disorders. Um, you know, intergenerational psychological disorders. Jeez. Uh, Can I read one more? Oh yeah, let's go back to the crazy libtards. Yes, let's do that. I stand with Ukraine at on the left 242 with a cat as their profile picture. I despise Florida and that judge. What was once a beautiful state to vacation has now become a hub of hatred and stupidity. I hope we all are done with Trump and all his sycophants soon. I stay gay and I wear a mask on public transportation. Hashtag Florida. Hashtag mask mandate. Hashtag we say gay. It's totally dead internet. That's totally generated. Nobody that seems, really, yeah, that one seems that's fair. not a real human being. I, I think it, the at is a little interesting on the left. Two, four, two makes me think of front two, four, two, the band, but that could be just well, accident. So this is another one. It's, I don't know. The, the at gets me because if you guys have ever seen like actual bot accounts on any platform, mm-hmm. I'm talking, uh, like computer bots, even on games, like first person shooter games, uh, bot accounts, obviously on like Facebook or Twitter here, they always have uh, a couple syllable name and then a random set of numbers, right? Two, four, two, zero, four, seven, whatever. Yeah. Um, TB so, Canton, six Oh seven. What? TB Canton, six Oh seven and yes. Scarlet three sixty. These are some of the ones that we're going through right now. Yeah, so this, oh, this really? yeah, TB Canton 607 says, now that a hack judge has decided no one needs to wear masks anymore, I hope all these fine citizens tweeting support also volunteer their backyards as free burial sites for the thousands of elderly and immunosuppressed who will die as a result. Seems only fair. Hashtag mask mandate. That is something that could have easily been written by an AI. Um, you know what, DB? I, I take back what I said. The, but, the, but the boomer ones that, that don't have like the Jill Patton, this is like a, a name that somebody's that's her at, you know, that's, that's probably a real person, but the, uh, on the left two, four, two. Yeah. I'm going to say that that's fake. Here's, here's another one. Uh, Liz miserables zero zero. Yes. I will continue wearing my mask, even though the hashtag mask mandate has been lifted by some ridiculous so-called judge. When you all get sick, don't come crying to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to call that dead internet. Yeah, I mean, those are those then are again, each each and every sentence, every every string of words out of there is directly could be directly made by an AI. Yeah, easy. This one guy uh, brings up seatbelts 
locking mechanisms on roller coasters and shoes off before flights and drinking and driving. Does anybody real really think we still need to take our shoes off before we board an airplane? No, absolutely. The shoe thing, because the shoe bomber and the underwear bomber, I'm surprised that they don't make you get naked before you get on the plane. But they do. They they, no, they do. Yeah, they the, do. They and, make you go through the the X-ray machine. Right, and you, you assume the position. Now you assume the position too, like a criminal. You got to put your hands up over your head. Right. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Feel safe while somebody in a turban tells you whether or not you can get on the plane, or somebody oh. in a daishiki. Yeah, I, I was. I was gonna say or a weave. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I know what you're. I, I know what you're getting at. Oh, all the foreign. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, a weave for sure. But I mean, all the foreign uh, TSA agents really get me. I'm like, how the fuck? Like, how is this this this, this, this guy in a turban? There's three guys in a turban and a, and a Filipino chick that doesn't speak English checking people in to get on, you know, American Airlines. For me, it's always the sallow white dude with the the thick bottle the thick bottle glasses and the like three strands of hair come to the side. Oh yeah. That that's the one white guy. That's still, that's like just waiting, waiting it out. Really bitter. Yes. Yes. Very bitter because Shaniqua was promoted to shift supervisor. Yeah. And she'd be stealing iPads um, and stuff. But anyways, um, um, from the chat real quick guy from V, I think that's V from telegram. Um, yeah. Don't underestimate people's stupidity. Honestly, I think we're past that at this point. Yes, people are programmed. Yes, people are stupid. But uh, so what there is, is more AI activity on the internet than ever before. Oh, yeah. AI, you hear about AI in the news every day, at least once a day. You know, and there's, there's always news stories about what AI is doing, what AI is going to do, what they're using AI for. Um, we'll get into, there's more AI stuff coming for sure in this show but uh, i want to i want to make a shout out to guy from v he's been an old mutual of mine from twitter for like five years thank you for thank you for checking out the show oh it's not the same v then okay because there's v oh, from telegram right. and there's guy from v which is probably Man, he, i've got like i've got like four different be, accounts with v in there well he I used know. to be cthulhu and he he had an abbey of cthulhu with sunglasses on oh uh, okay very cool. Well, thank you for checking out the show on yeah. here. Yes, awesome. Old, old mutual. Also, Johnny, uh, check our uh, Skype chat. Yes, definitely. All right. Um, so yeah, that's enough of that poll thread. Let's get out of that cesspool of lies and bullshit that is that is is glow ops and faggotry that is poll. And for anybody that's listening, um, that that still does poll, we still love you. Honest, we do. Like, it's the internet. None of it. It's, I just, it's entirely I just don't participate accessible. with poll. I, I've read some stuff recently, and yeah, you know, I, I, I you know, it is what it is. I like right? when we get brought up. Sometimes I think it's nice to see our name get brought up, and then like everybody shit all over the paranormies. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody incredibly butthurt that we bring up that their favorite movie stars are lying about their biological sex. Yeah, we get a lot of that. There's a lot of that butthurt. There's a lot of other butthurt, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I think that's some of the funniest, though, because it's like, well, just stop watching all of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, what are you doing watching it? Anyway, why are you, yeah, right? why are you watching any of this poison out of Hollywood anyway? Like, right, aren't you an incredibly 
you know, backslash online dissident backslash, you know. Right. Aren't you? What are you doing? Also, what are you doing feeding the, the Jew propaganda machine? Right. I mean, you're just taking in Jew propaganda left and right. And it's from people written by people that hate you and want hate your family. You know, aren't you hashtag trad? Or would that be backslash trad backslash? Any, anybody who considers themselves trad on the internet and pushes it, I automatically question. Yeah, yeah I do too. It, yeah. It's it's pretty much it, what's funny about that is it's pretty much like low key just misogyny. Yeah, it's <laughs> well, which is fine. I mean, you know, misogyny. That's fine, yeah. but like right, but don't pretend that you got a fucking barn and shit, motherfucker. No, like, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're you're on yeah. the third you're on the third floor of a shitty apartment, you know, and like you're not even growing tomatoes on your balcony. So right, you know, I would consider somebody like I would consider a renegade, you know, apartment chicken farmer slash like you know uh, patio farmer. I would consider them trad. I would because they're doing what they have. They're doing what they have to, you know. Do what they have to. That's that salvage, is as salvage uh, industrialism economy. Absolutely, yeah. Get rooftop. I know somebody in uh, Berkeley, California, who hopefully they are, they're getting out of there. They have gotten out of there, but they had a rooftop garden that they were basically sustenance subsistence farming for themselves on the roof of their apartment building, which I thought was very cool. And they that grew enough. Cool. They grew enough. Yeah, they grew enough to where like they could have lived off of it if they wanted to. It's in Berkeley, which is like a city, which is very cool. So, there are some people that are trad, but not online. Nobody online is really trad. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I know Brand some over. actual like trad type people, and they are not online. No, none of them are. If Literally. they're really trad, they're not online. They At least pop, not online twenty four seven. No, they may pop in somewhere once in a while, and they're really cool people, but, like, yeah, they're not extremely online. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Reinhardt. Uh, yeah, so one thing that I wanted to mention, uh, thank you, everybody who donated for our last show. Um, we really do appreciate it. As we've come to this pill platform, we've just been blown away by how uh, welcoming and generous everybody is. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, your donations have helped go towards uh, our website redesign, graphics for our show, which there's more coming for the live streams, uh, getting our RSS back up and having continued support for all of that, which does unfortunately cost money. Um, but we thank you. And um, just want to let you know for anybody who is new to the platform, if you've been on any other um, streaming websites, it's very similar. Um, there is the gold pill system. There's a tab just right below the live stream window. It's the third one. If you go there, uh, you can get gold pills. You can give them in increments. Um, you know, you've got your IED phone, totally not IED phone, spaceship. You can even give a black sun. That's what? totally not a black sun, I guess. Is it black? All right, based. <laughs> I mean, it it looks like an electrified black sun, ether black sun. I don't know. Somebody make that. We're going to put that on a shirt. <laughs> speaking of shirts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, speaking of shirts, um, we have other things to shill, which is uh, our shirts over at dissidentapparel.com slash ally slash paranormies. Uh, go buy our shirts. That's all. We have new designs. 
Spoopwaffen and the tinfoil and also the Honkler ghost and the other, what else do we have? We have the HP Lovecraft one. We have uh, our original Flat Earth for Dummies. That's right. Flat Earth for Dummies, which was made by a friend of mine who is no longer around, unfortunately. Hopefully he's doing well. Um, Oh, that no longer around. Good. Yeah, no, no, no. He's he's still around. I just don't know what he's doing. He's still alive. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah. He's doing it live. Just like we are. Just making sure. <laughs> how how are we gonna do it, bot dogbot? We're gonna do it live. <laughs> Can't read this fucking thing, stupid piece of shit. <laughs> I laugh at that every time. I don't care. I love it. <laughs> oh, uh Whiskey Blue and Chad just said that's that's an EMP. Okay. So it's not a really cool black sun, but it's an EMP. But we definitely should get an Aether Black Sun design. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What did you say it was? An EMP. Oh. Going off. I mean, I think those are at least more real than nukes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. And thank you, Just Jules, for the cookie. Cool. I have no idea what any of those things are, but I also did not know what lemons were over on DLive, where we are still live right now on DLive, right? Yes, thank you guys. Everybody who's watching on DLive and Odyssey, thank you guys so much. Um, we are not forgetting about you either. Um, but Pilled is our home for live streaming now and our content. Uh, so come check us out over here. It is a great platform. Um, awesome devs, actually. Um, and very welcoming. Developers. Right. That's the dev team there, DB. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. What else do we want to get into? Oh man, we have we have so much show. Um, I don't know. It's like abbreviating appropriate and saying appropes. People do it. It's apropos. And no, I know what Dogbot is saying. It's office speak. Oh yeah, yeah. I have heard. So um, we're not done talking about Chris Rock and Will Smith, guys. Oh boy. Yeah. Because apparently, apparently Chris Rock and Will Smith are to face off in a million dollar boxing match. What? That's of course. That's I don't know. I guess. um, I guess Chris Rock's brother, Kenny, called Will for a celebrity boxing match in June. And yeah, so there's. There's going to be a boxing match between those two. Apparently, Ray J wants in, the guy who screwed that tranny, Kim Kardashian. Right, right. They have a tranny fucker. Um, so Ray J wants... I mean, which one? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ray J one. says he's going to pay them each $50 million. Oh, man. Like, he's got investors. He's got investors for this. That's that's ridiculous. Um so far, so far, neither of them have responded to Ray J, though. Yeah, and Chris Rock has said that he's been waiting for a payout since he was assaulted. On the oh, and now I see everywhere so, uh, in in the grocery store. Now all I see on magazines is uh, exposés on Will and Jada Pinkett in Hollywood. Right, right. Gross. Yeah, it's pretty. So I was kind of hoping this was the start of celebrity death match. I really thought so too. It would have been great. Would have been great. Who was the um? Who was the referee in Celebrity Deathmatch? It was the bald dude from, uh, it was actually a boxing ref. What was his name? 
Oh, let's get it on. Yeah, let's oh. get it on. The bald dude, yeah. Fuck, I can't remember his name. I'll find out. But uh, he he would have been great. Of course, you know, he, he oversaw many, many a throne match. Much fake boxing. <laughs> so there was a video that was making the rounds a couple weeks ago, what? and it was Jada Pinkett, whatever, filming Will Smith. At, I guess they were in their kitchen. And he's like, hey, can you can you put that down? Like, I don't want you filming me. And uh, I, I forgot what she was browbeating him about. But he said this thing that was really odd. He was like, my social media presence is my bread and butter. Like, what? Not the millions of dollars that you've received for performing in movies? It's your social media presence? Hundreds of millions really, of dollars. Yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars. It was really odd. And don't forget, it's black people can't act. So there could never be a black crisis actor. Uh, what about the one from the subway last week? Subway, eat fake. What if it was What if it was just a, a body? Just what? a fake body. It was a fake body? It's a fake. We are, according to some people, we are now the crisis actor squad. No. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I don't care. Oh, well, whatever. whatever. Uh, what if yeah. it's like Tariq Nasheed said, and it's, it's really... Uh, like the subway shooter was really a white dude wearing a black mask. Right. It was just one of those, one of those like they do in Chicago where they wear the black latex masks. It's really just a white dude. I don't know, man. I could see that because like having that mask on might not be able to see very well when you're trying to shoot, you know, I mean, that's how yeah, they, so you, they end up, hit you end up just shooting perfectly 33 bullets and hitting 16 people in the legs. Right. Right. Why not? Look, he wasn't trying to kill anybody. He even said in one of his 137 videos or how many of our videos that he had for his 425 viewers um, that he was he didn't want to kill anybody. He was just mad and wanted to hurt people, I think. But also, I think it's I still that picture of the several pictures of them taking him away. Man, they got it wrong off the bat. Five, five, my ass. That guy's every bit of six, two. They only hire hobbits for the NYPD. I, I, they Johnny. must. It must be Hobbiton Hiring Hall. It's Triple H over there in Manhattan. Hey, yeah, so you know, I just have to bring up this one thing. You know, it's April nineteenth, guys. Right. Yeah. While we're talking about gay ops and and hoaxes and false flags and everything, uh, today is the anniversary. I want to say it's nineteen. No, not nineteen. It's uh, twenty nine years since David Koresh. To the day. That's right. It was April 19th. It was the day before the 20th, which is a special day for some people. Well, yeah. He was 33 years old when he died. And I don't know if you guys have seen the Telegram post going around just compiling all the weird stuff that's happened. No, I have not. I hope you've been saving them and sending them somewhere so we can can use them for an episode. I am looking. Uh, well, the OKC bombing <laughs> now, was now April 19th. Are. What's that? Seville was August. What was that? Seville? No, no, no. Uh, the OKC bombing. Oh, the OKC bombing. Was was yeah. it the, Was it April 19th? April 19th, 1995. Okay. So there you go. I knew they were close to each other. I, I totally forgot they were on the same day. I should know this. Yeah, and according, and according to uh, certain pagan sects, April 19th is, of course, uh, the beginning of a 13-day period of uh, Beltane, known as also the blood sacrifice to the beast. Oh, um, sects. Beltane okay. falls technically on May 1st, so, 
you know, LARPers out there, literal LARPers who do, you know, Beltane events don't freak out here. But yeah, the blood sacrifice to the beast. And of course, all this falls within the season of sacrifice. Hmm. Tomorrow's White Unity Day. Yeah, that's right. It is definitely Ooh, Baltimore. Baltimore riots also on the 19th. Yep. A lot of things. A lot of things happen on April 19th. There was a, yeah, there were, there was a post rolling around that was like three or four screenshots, uh, just a full list of stuff. And I'm trying to find it again, but, oh, well, we'll continue. If I find it later, I'll bring it up. Sweet. Yeah. So, um, giant asteroid is about to hit uh that's a uh, two empire state buildings long it's oh my about god to skim past earth that's right it's going to skim right 15 past 15 millionth time oh dude it, it's insane you know we're we're almost hit by asteroids all the time we're always about to die from asteroids johnny how many times a year do we hear about an asteroid that's either supposed to skim past earth is supposed to hit Earth at and least, ends up passing right around. At least once a year. Yeah, but, it, I mean... It's, I was thinking twice. Is it twice? Eh, maybe. Well, there's always, like... There's always, like, a comet or... Yeah, we yeah we do get a couple of stories, because yeah, there's always the ones that were like, luckily for you, while you were sleeping, this asteroid passed by about 400 billion light years away. Right. Yeah, but was it designated 418135? Was it that asteroid? Because that's what this one is. Uh, no. No, that the other space testicles hitting our space testicle are not the same name as this space testicle. Hmm. Hmm. On a cosmic scale, it's still very close to Earth. It's uh, 3.24 million kilometers. I don't know how much that is in real measurements. But uh, apparently the they say that the moon is 384,000 kilometers. So the moon is a lot closer, according to them, than the asteroid. But still, it's close. So literally nothing is going to happen. It poses no danger to us now, but that doesn't mean it won't in a century. Well, what do you think? Do you guys think that Russia could, you know, once they jettison our astronaut from the ISS, do you think they could just yeet themselves over and try to knock it off course? Well, they would have to yeet themselves off. of. Some, I guess they would have the ISS to push themselves off, right? There's no, seeing as how there's nothing to push off of in space, which, you know, always made me wonder, how do things change course in space if there's nothing to change course against? Uh, if that one Alfonso Cuaron movie with uh, George Clooney is to be believed, they use little little like vapor jets. They just kind of push themselves around and they float like. <laughs> so it might take a little while for the Russian to get over there, but yeah, I mean they're going to try to punch the asteroid to make sure it moves away. Yeah, I don't get it. They're gonna are they gonna send Bruce Willis and Aerosmith up there? Uh, he can't go. He retired. Yeah, he you retired to- from his totally not COVID related 
Oh, uh, that's right. Neurological disease. You got to pull him out of retirement. You got to go like with the dramatic music. You got to be sitting with him at the dinner table. There's only one guy that can do it, Bruce. Just falls over from a brain hemorrhage as they're walking across the catwalk. You know, it's you. He's staring out the window and he's like, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it one last time, but I'll do it. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yippee ki motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he'll wear the sign, too. I'm a meat popsicle. No, the sign from, uh, was it Die Hard 3? You had to wear the... I see dead people. Not that one. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow. So, let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, man, the 12 Monkeys was great. Um, There's a lot of predictive programming in that. There's quite a bit of predictive programming in that. I think we went over some of it one one time where he was talking about the games. That's how he started off. Oh, I didn't even notice those asteroid stories from the J-Post. Oh, is it really? It's from the J-Post. Oh, God. Jerusalem Post, guys. Oh, my God. An asteroid. It's going to tip my sinuses. Oh, my God. From Aaron Reich. Aaron, ooh, Asteroid Reich. <laughs> Aaron Third Reich. Right. Oh my god, the Empire State Building's so tall. I've been to the top. I wanted to throw up. I didn't think Jews could make it to the top. There's an elevator. I know, but there's got to be, like, don't they have just every blood disorder known to mankind? I- I mean, they get a they get a mosquito sucking their blood and they <laughs> just bleed out. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I was sorry. I was I was <laughs> reading something that's not a chat. So ah. I should I should get in there in the chats. I'm gonna I'm gonna go pull up D Live and yeah, come on. Yeah, let me do that. Let me do that. How is yeah, everybody? Let us know tonight? where we're at in D Live. Yeah, I gotta log in. No, I don't got to log in. All right, we are logged in. And go to my channel. Anyways, let's see. What else do we have? Do we have any more space? We do have space, don't we? More. Oh, yeah. This one was uh, fairly recent, actually. So from CNET Science, NASA holoported a doctor onto the ISS. Yeah, dude, I just saw that. They holoported somebody. I mean, they're what? literally telling us that they're doing CGI now. That's that's what I get out of that. Am I wrong? No, I you're know. not wrong. It's yeah, it's an amalgam of hologram and teleportation, and although it may seem like it, it isn't just a niche sci-fi term buried somewhere in Isaac Asimov novels and Star Trek episodes. In October what? NASA used this mind-boggling futuristic mechanism to bring NASA flight surgeon Dr. Joseph Schmid on the ISS while he was safely planted on our planet. Futuristic mechanisms, so CGI? Did you say Asimov? Yes. Okay. 
That was just Asimov, but yeah. Asimov, Asimov, yeah. I don't know. I've always just said kind of both. Isaac Asimov? I've always said Asimov. Yeah. Is Asimov, three syllables. Yeah, Asimov. But you say it really quick. Not, not Asimov. Yeah, I said it really quick. Oh, you said Asimov. Anyways. He said no, you said you said Asimov is what he's saying. Any yeah. He said you said okay. the hine, you said the why, hiney word. Why are, why are we nitpicking about this? Because no, I, I don't I, I, I don't know. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Futuristic mechanism, Josef Schlid. So, and look at this guy's nose. Like, look at look at the quote hollow port. Right. Pixelated. It's so pixelated. Well, see, they're getting people used to that because you know, remember, like with with a lot of those shootings on TV and a lot of those videos where there's some quote artifacting, you know. Or like bullet casings disappear or people's heads just disappear, come back into play or like, you know, biting goes through a microphone or somebody's leg disappears in the Rittenhouse trial. It's just like that. It's real life. It's a it's a brand new way of human exploration where our human entity is able to travel off the planet. Schmid said in a statement earlier in April, our physical body is not there, but our human entity absolutely is there yeah see it's wow yeah i don't know wow again first of all it sound really gay i i don't know like we're gonna have to include hollow uh hollow porting with time travel yeah (laughs) hollow porting's got to do something hollow porting makes you jewish oh maybe (laughs) but now wait a second nearly guys you know who developed this stuff originally right Microsoft and Bill Gates. James Cameron. Microsoft. Ah. Yeah. Bill is Gates. The, wait, is it the HoloLens? The HoloLens, yep. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a mixed reality. They use high-quality 3D models of the holoporters developed, digitally compressed, and transmitted and reconstructed in the Spaceborne lab all in real time. The problem with this the problem with this is what they say is that these people, you can communicate, you know, with the guy on the ground, right? That's that's who's controlling, I guess, the hologram, right? I mean, is that how this works? Like, you got a guy on the ground who's, like, doing, you know, making the guy up and the ISS do the thing. Why are we acting like the ISS is a thing, first of all? I just realized that. It's not. It's, it's not. All they're, doing is a, they're, all they're doing is a Skype call from an office probably up the road to a hangar. Right, right. That's all they're doing. And that Skype call uses green screen and they purposefully pixelate it. Absolutely. So, um, and they're going forward, they're going to intend to scale up the system by adding an augmented reality function, which would give the holoporters the option to really move around the space station and observe things as though they're literally there. Put everything but the physical touch, you might say. Hmm. This could help the extra. Te- this could help with extraterrestrial telemedicine. What even is that for astronauts? ISS building projects and even greatly benefit future deep space exploration. The latter bit may face one major obstacle. Now check this out, guys. Earth to space communications typically experience up to twenty minute delays when talking to systems way out into the void, NASA says. Apparently the moon is not way out into the void and you get uh, unless Yeah. You get perfect right. reception. Unless if you're, you're President Nixon. Right, that's gonna say. Unless you're on the moon, in which case you get perfect reception. 
on a Sunday evening. Hey Prime guys, time. How's it going up there? How you oh, doing? Pretty good, Mr. President. You hopping around, hitting a golf ball? Yeah. Pretty sweet. That's sweet. You guys drinking lots of tang? Here. Yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> however, holoportation, however, is meant to be live. So, holoporters could sort of stay on board for real-time communication as demonstrated by the recent prototype delivered to the ISS. Hmm. It doesn't matter that the space it station is traveling 17,000. Oh, go ahead, Reinhardt. You want to read this one? Oh, Sure. It doesn't matter that the space station is traveling 17,500 miles per hour and in constant motion in orbit 250 miles above Earth, Schmidt said. The astronaut can come back three minutes or three weeks later, and with the system running, we will be there in that spot, living on the space station. Except you won't. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I don't get it. It's like, this is... This, this is a layer of NASA lies that they didn't have to even do unless this is just because they have to keep going. You know, they have to keep pushing. There's no, um, we lost the technology to go to the moon. So we're just going to do a holoportation. Hey dude, like this is the holodeck from star Trek. I know a lot. I, I know a certain group of people are going to be real happy to hear this. Star Trek's coming true. Well, what I'm thinking of is like the, the newest Marvel movies over the past few years, you know how they have, uh, oh, yeah. was it Iron Man as, like the big tech guy, he's got like all the really cool, awesome hologram stuff that he can manipulate and interface with. Right. They gotta, they gotta do that to keep up the, uh, the soy jacking. Well, that's what loan scum is for. That's true. And we'll get to him in a second. But oh, dude, some of this stuff, like having this this holoportation, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess you know, for like researchers working in extreme environments or whatever, uh, military operations. Yeah, it's totally what you want to do. You want holograms working with military operations. But I mean, I guess this part right here where imagine you can bring the best instructor or actual designer of a particularly complex technology right beside you, wherever you might be working on it. Schmidt says you can work on the device together, much like two of the best surgeons working during an operation. This would put everyone at rest knowing the best team is working together on a critical piece of hardware. Now, I guess yeah, I guess that could be helpful if any of this was real. <laughs> it's also tiresome. Yes. Yes. It's a very yeah, very interesting script, that's for sure. <sighs> oh my Not god. Exactly a fun one. Guys, they're no longer going to need massive amounts of rocket fuel to send satellites into space. Uh, did you guys hear about this thing spin launch? It's oh, I saw it when we were looking over this article. Yeah, giant slingshot for launching satellites into space. Hm. They're just gonna bonk off the top of the dome, right? Yeah, just skip off. You know. Yeah. I mean, if they even make it that far, yeah, it seems like a waste of money. Yeah. So. Yeah, didn't we say on the mystery episode just? just undulating angel sitting up there just materializes as soon as something comes high enough. Yeah. It scares everything away. That's what happened to Icarus. It wasn't the sun. It was, it was an angel. It was like, look, you're not supposed to be up here. Get back down there. Yeah. I mean, he's like, actually, actually be afraid. Implying yeah. you could make wings out of just feathers and wax. Just. But it was a long time ago. You, can, you can't even imagine the sandal straps. The ancient Greeks had. It could have been some Tartarian polymer. 
I don't know. I'm telling you. That's why I'm saying this is what I'm saying. You have you have don't don't speak on what we don't know. Okay. The arbiter of truth and his his uh, obsession with geopolymer. Can we play the Bill O'Reilly clip since I'm looking at? Why? We already did that. You you just like that. Maybe we'll play. Can we play it? We'll play no. It. We'll play it during the break. Why? There you go. All right. Well, because we are live. Okay, we are live on Pilled and D Live and Odyssey, which I don't have up. But D Live, I said hi. I said hello, guys, to people in the chat. There are uh, how many people are are watching? Where does it say that? I don't see where it says how many people are watching, but there's a few people in the chat. Uh, Speed Racist donated two diamonds so far. So thank you, Speed Racist. Thank you, Speed Racist. Yes. It's awesome. All right. Uh, And uh, yes, very nice comment there. Cringe again. (laughs) Thank you to everybody who's donated on Pilled so far as well. Um, Again, for anybody just joining us, if you'd like to go down there, check out the the Gold Pill increments. uh, That helps us keep the website running helps us redesign the website do new graphics and will help us bring you new content this that year is right seriously we're really excited yeah we have a lot of a lot of new content we just had mr e on the show so um you that know was fantastic yes hollywood movie star female movie star enjoyers btfo <laughs> yeah yeah. Also known as tranny respecters. Tranny respecters. That's right. Look, I, I, again, I never wanted to be the guy who, when he left, you know, the break room, people were like, "Oh my god, that guy's crazy." I never wanted to be that guy. And here we are. And yet, here we are. Yep. The problem is, is that I'm not crazy. You're the one that's crazy. Believe in the lies on the screen that the system put out in front of you. Anyhow, let's move on with the news. Uh, we did the NASA thing. Oh, God, sunrise on Mars. Shut up. <laughs> the Mars stuff makes me laugh. How long has the rover been up there? Three years now? There's not a spot of dust on it. That is still, man, it's still chugging along. Yeah. You know, they, they thought it was only going to last for five, six months, right? But yep. it's still going. It is got the like, Energizer Bunny. The ener- yeah. It's like, yeah, it's the Energizer uh, Johnny Five short from Short Circuit. It it really is. It's a cross, but yeah, it is like if Johnny Five was in District Nine and Wally yeah. and with Wally. I gotta I'm watch. Sorry, who? I gotta watch District Nine again. Wally, that stupid Disney. No, it was. Yeah, I know. Who are we describing that is a cross between these these characters? Oh, the the uh, the Mars Elon rover. Musk. Elon Musk's <laughs> Yes, Elon Musk. Um no. uh, do you want to play? No, the, the, clip Mars, on, the Mars the on... Mars rover, Reinhardt. We're describing oh, yes. we are using pop culture references to determine what the Mars rover looks like. Yes. 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 We did that when we talked about it. I think that was that last season. I think so. Or the pop culture references were set up. So we would be familiar with the Mars rover already. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. You got people talking about it. Like it's their freaking, uh, 
baby cat or something. What? I don't know. Wait a minute. What? Those are just they're, called kittens. They're you, fur baby. That's what yeah, it you is. Don't, you don't Who's talking about? Cat, just say kitten. Hold on. You're talking about. There are. People uh, are obsessed with the Mars rover. No. That's really gay. Yeah, and weird. That's a weird thing to be obsessed about. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the satanic realm that we live in. Thank the Antichrist. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't think I will. <laughs> it's going to be a nom for yeah. me, dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I will. Yeah. Shawnee, since we mentioned him, do you want to play the, the latest Lone Scum clip? Um, looking about three scroll. minutes from the break. And this is 30 seconds. We can play now, or we can play when we come back. Which one? The 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 black chick one, or? Uh, the MSNBC woman, yeah. All right, well, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to start. We'll save it. We'll save that for the beginning of the thing, yeah. We'll save it, all right. Yeah, we'll save all the loan scum stuff for the second half. Um, man, there's some crazy stuff going on. What else? Did, we can do something really quick. What do we got real quick? Raw egg nationalist the, guy. Uh, our, the raw egg nationalist guy who wrote the uh, raw egg nationalism book on uh, Antelope Hill. Um, he went on Tucker Carlson and talked about tanning his balls, testicle tanning, which is supposed to raise testosterone and um, all kinds of health benefits and whatever. I've heard a lot about this. I've never actually done it, but uh, apparently experts Oh, here we go. Experts, right? Ex- experts warned that uh, the egg nationalism guy, te- testicle tanning is useless for testosterone and generation and can actually reduce fertility and harming sperm. Um, anything that experts, experts, I can, I don't know why I cannot say that word today. Anything that experts say, I'm going to disagree with pretty much at this point. Yeah, automatically. Yeah. I, d- I mean. General principle. If it's something you're going to do, just go ahead and do it like i i don't i mean i, I don't know if i'm going to go up to the machine that's in that that tucker promo and stand stand there and and do that but you know yeah i, I yeah so anyway if, you, if you're gonna do it do it let us know actually if you do it let us know if it works i don't know that it, i don't know that i want I would be telling people that though. I know I, some I people understand yeah. the slonking raw eggs thing. If you're if you're trying to, you know, if you're if you're trying to improve mass and everything. Sure. Yeah, I do. I do that every day. Actually, it's been. I love the raw raw egg nationalist cookbook. One of my favorite books. Really. Yeah, I don't think the guy that Tucker interviews is actually a raw egg nationalist. It's just that he brings up some of his stuff on on that particular. Uh docu docu series no i'm pretty sure it is because on the um i thought that guy had a british accent or something right on the antelope hill uh telegram they had a little interview with or like a thing where they, he's like yeah our guy a guy who wrote one of our books is going to be on tucker so i think it is yeah that picture right there it looks like he's st- uh standing next to a tesla charging station <laughs> yeah those those are yeah. like fans or lights or something behind them weird. So are we going to see a partnership for ball tanning between Tucker Carlson and Lone Scum? I don't think Lone Scum is going to be involved in the ball tanning. Char- you got to have Charge your balls. Tesla and, fa- and tan your balls. You got to have balls. And he's a, That's true. He's FTM, remember? Yeah. 
That's mm. right. It's true. Yeah. That is that that shot right there that you have paused there with the guy with his arms outstretched in front of the tanning thing on top of the hill. That is making libtards seethe so hard on Twitter. Yeah. With arms wide open. (laughs) With arms wide open (laughs) and in my ball sack. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It totally works. You should try it too. Is this? I don't want to look any closer. Is this supposed to be a live picture or is this CGI? Because this looks like a CGI Ken doll. I don't don't know. Dude, I don't know. Like when I saw the promo when it happened and and that scene went by so quickly, I was like, I I automatically knew what, as soon as they said the phrase ball tanning, I'm like, that's going to have every struggle session, libtard fake comedy program that, that, that's going to give them content for a week. I mean, yeah, I don't know that I call it content, but sure. I mean, content in their eyes. In the, right. yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll whine about it. Oof. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's take a break. Yeah. Yeah. We wow. are going to listen to what, what do we got this week? Reinhardt? You picked well, yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, no, we've got, <laughs> No, we've got a uh, a band from, I believe, Finland uh, called Inborn Tendency, and this is their song, Diviner. All right, we'll be back.
right, everybody. We are back. <laughs> this is still the Nationalist Inquirer. We are still the Paranormies. We are still shitposting through the news. Um, before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, about loan scum. Is that what we want to talk about now, loan scum? Yeah, did we play the Bill O'Reilly thing? Oh, we didn't. You know what? Let's just, here, let's, hang on. Why is it not working? <laughs> Uh, I don't Just know. so he'll Don't stop. Know. Yeah, right. that's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. <laughs> okay, I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are going to do Sting. Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> okay. now I can't read it. There's no. There's no words on it. Okay. Hey, sure. There's yeah. no words there to play us out. What does that mean, to play us out? It's, Sting is going to do, it's a video, Sting video. Okay. What is, for credits. I don't know what that means, to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah, yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Okay. In five, <laughs> four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we will leave you with a... Uh, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, <laughs> no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! <laughs> All right, we'll do it live! There you go. Fuck it! That's it, Dogbot. You got your bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know what that means to play it out. <laughs> God. What does that mean? Entertainment. Entertainment tonight. <laughs> that's inside edition. That, that was a different. Oh, that's right. It was inside edition. Whatever. Same gay show, basically. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, boy. So. I know he had loan scum news. Where did it go? Oh. Uh, we'll do the loan scum news live, Johnny. We are doing it live. This is live. Uh, we are live on Pilled. I just scared my dog. <laughs> <laughs> we are live on Pilled. We are live on DLive, and we are live on Odyssey. I hope everything My dog's is... dragging its blanket across the room right now. <laughs> he just scared the shit out of your dog. He's like, F this. I'm out of here. Stop yelling, man. <laughs> is that the chupacabra yes 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 the best one all right so they're all we... the best are they are they all the best they all can't be the best that, well i tell them they are okay okay so you do that you do that the mom thing where you tell all your kids they're the best yeah <sighs> no i'm not a dog dad okay. i am a well, you're an actual dad. owner yeah you're a proper yeah. owner, yeah. But yeah, I know we had Lone Scum news, Reinhardt. I can't find it. What was it? Damn it! Oh, it was the Tesla thing, and um, yeah, not the Tesla thing, but the Twitter thing. Let's let's listen to this. Let's listen to what uh, I don't know who she is, but oh, Danielle Moody 
is uh, Danielle Moody. Moody. She's train. a Blake. But if you listen to oh. her, I, I would guarantee you that she's not all Blake. So check this out. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Elon Musk is a danger to Twitter and to freedom of speech. He has been known to say some of the most transphobic and homophobic things to his millions of followers. So creating an arena for hate, to me, that's what that sounds like, an opportunity for him to have no consequences, to have no flags for people just to be able to do whatever it is and say whatever they want, with regardless of what kind of um, uh, harm that it causes. So I think that this is something that folks really need to be paying attention to, because I think that Elon Musk buying Twitter or creating this quote-unquote arena would be problematic. Would be problematic. There's that word. I know you An love that word. arena of hate. Right. <laughs> this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday in the arena of hate. Lone scum versus Thunderdome, in the- personally. What's that? I prefer Thunderdome. Okay. Let's get it on. Yeah. Two tranny center, one leaves dilated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> womp womp. Oh man, um, Grognak. What was his name? What was the referee's name? I know you looked it up, right? Yeah, uh, Mills Lane. Uh, it was Mills Lane. Mills Lane yep. Yeah, because he became Judge Mills Lane after he did boxing, refereeing. So it's pretty funny. Yeah, he was a let's get on. He probably could have whooped your ass in his early days, too. I mean, not you personally. Um, I'm talking about you at the colloquial you. Um, from the chat. On what? <laughs> colloquial you. What? You mean the, the royal we. Yeah. Uh, from the chat, negative zero on pill. Uh, the Jews are so scared of the thought of not having control, total control of the media. But Lone Scum would still be part of that total control. It's, yeah. It's not them losing anything. Dude. Put it this way, you're not getting your Twitter account back if if Lone Scum buys Twitter. You know, you know, I I can't go back to my stone cold Steve Auschwitz account. Dude, one of the funniest tweets I saw in regards to this was a gif of Aragorn running with the sword and all the ghosts behind him. So what's going to happen when all my Twitter accounts come back? <laughs> me and my old oh, Twitter accounts. Yeah, that one was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, between me and Skull, we probably have a hundred accounts to bring back. Most of his are little white puppies. Well, yeah. Shh. Don't give that one away. I mean, never mind. Never mind. Anyway, everybody knows that. Yeah. It's not, that's, that's a very open secret. So, enough of that loan scum stuff. So, yeah, Twitter, you're not getting your, you're not getting your account back. Stop it. Just stop it. Um, what else we have? Oh, what is this? What is this now? Uh, the Atlantic. White supremacist ideology is more harmful than grooming ideology? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I thought maybe a little... Lower than midwittery from Ibrahim uh, X might be entertaining content. What? Did Ibrahim X write? Oh, Ibrahim X Kendi. Oh my God. I did not know yeah. that. All right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's see what Ibrahim has. To- I did not read this article. I did not. When I was reading prep, I saw white supremacist stuff and I was just like, Pfft. so. Uh, I, uh, for, for 
full disclosure, I didn't read it either. I just forwarded it to our uh, prep chat. Okay. Y'all need to read. The Republican Party is clearly not the party of parents. Hmm. The Republican Party is clearly, certainly not the party of parents of color. But is the Republican Party even the party of white parents? Whoa. Red parent, blue parent. <laughs> huh. Yeah, so this new branding is a myth, and it's a great myth. It is as fictitious and dangerous as a great lie that 2020 presidential or election was stolen from Donald Trump. Oh, my God. <sighs> Opinion discards. Represents a Trump Tower of GOP propaganda built over the past year on four hugely false conceptual building blocks. I mean, Republican politicians care about white children. Well, that is definitely false. Anti-racist education is harmful to white children. It absolutely is. It's, that is true. Uh, <laughs> it's meant to dehumanize and demoralize white children. It's the entire point. Uh, Republican politicians are protecting white children by banning anti-racist education. Well, they're not banning anything. They, you know, they say they're they're going to put a stop to the you know the the new boogeyman, which is CRT. But uh, quote unquote anti-racist education has been a major plank of public education since I went to public school and even before that. Yeah, so all, they're do all they're doing is building up that straw man to knock down, and they're going back to the uh, to the subversive anti-racist education. Yeah, this is really cute. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Uh, just today, I saw a, a story that Ron DeSantis, uh, Florida government had, let's see, I think it was the Board of Education in Florida, actually shot down out of, I don't know how many proposed math textbooks there were that were brought to the board of education, but they, they uh, shot down for 41% of them. And it was over a hundred. I know that um, because of their containing anti-racist and CRT content. Well, but his, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. His fourth plank here, uh, the Republican party is the party of white parents because it is protecting white children. Anybody that has, remotely racial conscious at all knows that the Republican party absolutely does not give two shits about white children. No, they uh, don't. Anytime, two anytime you have a Republican talking head, let's say a Hannity or whatever, talk about, uh, you know, try to talk up his party. They always bring up all the, their token, uh, their, their, their token little, uh, collector Pokemon before they, they would ever say anything about the white family. Hmm. No, you're not right. You're not wrong at all. Not wrong at all. So well, what are we, what are we, we going to talk more about this? Uh, learning about white supremacy through online video games. Yeah, that's the, I mean, that, that that's what this article basically gets into. But it, it's funny because he brings up, you know, I, I guess I guess somebody did a little research for him because I doubt he did on his own. But the, this line here, and yet there might be more white supremacist material preying on young, vulnerable people on Instagram and TikTok. White supremacists deploy all sorts of memes, especially Doge, 
Pepe the Frog and Chems. What's Chems? Chems is another Chems is another version of Doge. Yeah, he's from like what? the retar- like, He's like the retarded like, Doge. From like yeah. five years ago? No, like two. Well, Pepe the Frog is like five years. Oh, ago. Oh, Pepe was from well, Pepe was all, from the 2015. Used. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I mean they didn't bring up Giga Chad. Which, which <laughs> right? You know, they didn't bring up a lot of things. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't bring up. Yeah. Uh, so Giga Chat's still under the radar, everybody. I do. I do love this line. An estimated 2.3 million teens each year are exposed to white supremacist ideology in chats for multiplayer games like World of Warcraft, Fortnite, Apex Legends, League of Legends, Madden, Overwatch, and Call of Duty. So, what he's saying is somebody got called the N word too much. <laughs> hmm. He brings up the QAnon thing. Like they always have to. Yeah. Uh, QAnon conspiracy theories about public schools being overrun by child predators who are grooming children to be gay. I it's not even like a conspiracy. That's the funny thing about it is you can see enough videos and accounts of these teachers posting you know short footage of them putting up like whatever that bizarre flag is that looks like the flag from South Africa, except it has like brown and pink and blue and the rainbow colors. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they, and they say as much, it's funny. They, they talk here about, uh, they mentioned TikTok and Instagram. All I see coming from these types of people on TikTok and Instagram videos and Twitter videos are them very arrogantly, uh, saying crassly, saying that yes, we are coming for your kids. If you're not going to teach them, then we will. Like, it, you spend five minutes on any of these platforms and you see it. So I don't think anybody, I, we know people are going to fall for this, but anybody who isn't an NPC is going to see right through this. Well, he's, he's trying. They, of course, they bring up Charlottesville and Patriot Front and stuff like that. But but you know this is you know they're trying to flip the grooming they're they're trying to flip the grooming verb around it's such an effective it's such an effective slur mm-hmm. against them that they're trying to they're they're trying their best you know they pulled this guy out and said we need you to do a white supremacist grooming article for the a- Atlantic yeah you know, we we need to flip this verb around Right. And, well, that's them. what they do. And they, they, they try and turn everything around to make it to where it's like, no, we're not. They, well, they're doing the thing where what is, was it, they always accuse you of the thing that they're doing as well. Yes. In the classroom, kids can read a diverse assortment of books. Kids can discover and appreciate the beautiful human rainbow and all its colors and cultures. Kids can amass empathy and critical thinking skills. They can learn how persistent group inequity is produced by bad rules, not bad people. Kids can see themselves in humans who don't look like them, speak like them, love like them, worship like them, live like them. Kids can explore the complex history of racism and the interracial body of anti-racist resistors. That sounds like pure fucking Brave New World shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. My my kids saw somebody at a store today and called them a monkey baby. So I don't know what this guy's talking about. Oh no. Yeah. Oh yes. 
Oh no. <laughs> My wife gave me the look. <laughs> That's pretty funny. This is ridiculous. Like like I said, anybody who isn't an NPC understands that this is simply not correct. <laughs> this is more and everybody clapped bull crap in the past five years. The kids are inherently uh prejudiced they're inherently racist they're inherently uh designed to gravitate towards those who look like them namely their family people who look like their family yeah exactly that's that's how you want to you know that's how you Uh, usually want to do it (laughs) speaking of kids and uh education stuff do we want to bring up the uh the twitter post yeah, I don't want to give I don't I don't want to give Ibrahim any more uh Yeah, enough any enough more with, time. Enough with him. Enough. Go away. So now well from one black um activist to another, Maya Angelou. How about that? We're going to talk about Maya Angelou for a second. Um So here's here is a uh, post the, uh, Reinhardt, post the picture, the first picture. Oh the, yeah. Um, of the, oh geez, it's not in there. I just got to pull it up on Twitter. Hang on. Hmm. It's up on Twitter right now up on the, uh, the live stream. You can see all the problems that are on there. Okay. Um, yeah, you can see all the, the problems. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, where is that? That is, but I'll, I'll save both of these to the, uh, to the drive real quick. Yeah, I'm trying to open it up. There we go. So the first question, these are now this is a they call a person puzzle. Solving systems with substitution. My Angelou, they blah 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 blah. Uh, bunch of stuff. Sure, first autobiography. I know why the cage bird sings brought her national recognition and acclaim. Here's the directions on a math worksheet. Solve each system. Of equation by substitution. The word or phrase next to the equivalent solution will complete the statement correctly. So the first question is they give you it and they give you a math problem. Y equals five X plus four and Y equals X. And then they give you the word problem, which is Angelou was born in blank Missouri. And then they give you the three answers and the one with the correct math answer also is the quote correct. Word problem answer. Well, problem number two. Her first name was actually Marguerite. Okay. Problem number three. Angelou was sexually abused by her mother's blank at age eight, which shaped her career choices and motivation for writing. What? How is that? Like, what grade is this? This is um, Y equals 5X plus 4 and Y equals X. So this is like this is, pre-algebra. Uh, this is ninth grade math. Okay. Ninth so grade if math. You, years old. If you know the facts about Maya Angelou, you don't actually have to know how to perform the math problem itself. True. So if you know about Maya Angelou, you can just skip the math. That's a good point, Dogbot. But if you don't like most ninth grade kids probably don't know anything about Maya Angelou. Are you kidding? They probably pump it in their heads nonstop. They probably know more about Maya Angelou than they know about any white female historical figure in American history. Well, that's what I was going to say is to Mm -hmm. me, this shows that they don't give a crap at all about the math portion. No, they they, don't care. 
No, all they're well, trying to get out is this is this disgusting crap. Oh, obviously, this is just a way to push their poet is. What's that, Johnny? I was I was um, I forgot what I said now already. Um, oh no, it's yeah, you're you're right. It is a way to just bypass the math. The math doesn't matter anyways because all math is common core now. That's what I was gonna say. It doesn't math doesn't matter anyway because you know like um, four x plus y equals thirteen because y is purple on Thursday, and that's math nowadays. Also raped at age eight <laughs> right raped at age eight by her mother's boyfriend yes because that in your math class you're going to want to know about Maya Angelou's history of being sexually molested by her mother's boyfriend this is really disturbing and this is real this is this is real yeah the actual the full tweet I'll go back to it here for the live stream um, the actual full tweet had a um, it was a what I'm assuming is an email from the superintendent of schools, which is where this was put out, I guess, in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And the superintendent said, see, I'm reaching out to you with the following information regarding growing conversation in our community. An assignment from a ninth grade center was brought to the attention of our building. Uh, see, included content not in line with approved curriculum. Mm. Extend our most sincere apologies, and we want to assure our community this content does not align with the beliefs or mission of Lincoln County R3 School District. Unfortunately, the assignment originated from a website that allows teachers around the world to share educational resources. How, At this time, it's been huh? removed from the course. Unfortunately. I, I, I think question eight is hilarious. During her lifetime, Angela was given over 30 honorary degrees. That just shows how worthless degrees are. Oh, one hundred percent. Out like that. One hundred percent. Like, oh, like uh, like administrators from these different schools was like, did you fucking hear that Duke just gave her an honorary degree too? Shit, 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 shit. Now Maybe we, we should give her one. Yeah. All right. All these but, kids who are four hundred thousand dollars in debt for the rest of their <laughs> lives. <laughs> remember, like, am I a joke to you? Remember when you were putting off giving her a degree? Well, Notre Dame just gave her an honorary degree. We got to get ourselves out there. We got to get those black students. <laughs> we got to get some of that government cheese. Um, so back to this email, though, I, I find it funny just the, the language used. Obviously, it's political, right? He's trying to be as um, judicious as possible here. But it is interesting that... Uh, it comes, number one, this slipped through completely. No oversight whatsoever. I, that tells me that other teachers were okay with it, unless this teacher somehow just slid it in under the rug, um, which is possible. My wife is a teacher for five years. Um, you are not watched with every single piece of paper you give kids. You are trusted, but still odd to me. Um, and then, yeah, the website that allows teachers from around the world to share educational resources. Yeah, unfortunately, it came from the website. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Hmm. It's a great resource because you can get stuff from people in Sudan, but then you get this. Yeah, I have no idea, dude. Like, it, I don't know. This is just retarded. I'm going to be homeschooling my kid. <laughs> yes. If you can, you should. I mean, yeah, even if you can't, you should do it. 
Like figure it out, figure out a way. Keep your figure kids out. out of keep your kids out of this system. It's anti-white. It is anti-human. Like it's 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 amazing. Like and again, um, because teachers nowadays are a lot of them are shitty millennials. Most of them are shitty millennials who have shit opinions and have shit lives and do too many drugs and drink too much and have fucking weird fetish sex lives and are constantly trying to fuck their students. You know? Yeah, my wife and I were just talking about that the other day. All these 21, 22, 23, 24 year old uh, teachers that are just, they're horrific. They're predators, what they are. They're pedophiles. They are disgusting. They're reprobates, sodomites, whatever you want to call them. They're horrible. They suck, dude. It's it's it's. I I can't even with with the schools today. I I saw some teachers at my kid when my kid was still in regular school, and this is in a rural, um, very small school that draws from a town of you know eleven hundred people. So there's not that many kids in that school, um, and they had. And they're reading night, like the, the, you know, all the grades come in and they do like, uh, they go through the different classrooms and they do stuff for, to get, uh, prizes and whatnot. And each, each classroom has a different theme and whatever. And there was one teacher had, and I shit you not, was the Sneetches, how the Sneetches and the diary of Anne Frank were similar. Oof. Like, and cause this, you know, the Sneetches had stars and some Sneetches didn't have stars. And that was exactly like the Jews. In Germany. Yeah, we had to we had to do Diary of Van Frank in eighth grade. So I mean, this stuff has been uh, now it's more blatant. It's more right hardcore. Right. But, I'm saying uh, like it, like it, they it, they incre- that you know people some people are reacting to this sort of thing as if it came out of nowhere. And it's like no no this but, has been going on for a while. The, right. The the pot has been boiling. Mm-hmm. There's the frogs. Um, yeah, all the frogs are dead. And then the frogs the the pot is boiling. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna finish with that same school, that same school year. At the end of the school year, there were zero trans kids. Uh, over the summer, they acquired two, so two kids turned trans over summer that year. Mm. In, a, in a town, in a town, in a, where a school, a K through seven, that draws from an, a pool of eleven hundred residents, two of those kids at that school decided one was going to be a boy that was a girl and the other one was going to be a girl that was a boy last semester. It's just it, it, like n- nowhere is safe. Nowhere is safe. People talk about, Oh, well, you know, you can go, you, you, you got to go to the rural schools, get out there. We're just, just white kids. You know, no, the teachers are still the same. The teachers are going to the same colleges. The teachers are getting the same curriculum. It's all the same. They're unfortunately well, getting their stuff from these websites. And if it's not the teachers, there are also parents. Oh, the parents are, are just as bad, if not worse. Uh, a parent dressed up as the Easter Bunny handed out condoms to elementary school children Friday in Austin, Texas. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. This afternoon during dismissal, a gullet parent visited campus dressed as the Easter Bunny and handed out plastic eggs. Some of those eggs contained candy. And some students were also given unopened condoms, Thompson wrote in the missive obtained by Fox 7 Austin. Please know that this was not a planned event nor sanctioned by the school, and we have spoken with the parent about the inappropriate nature of their activity. We value parental participation and always request that you work with campus staff to best support our students. 
The unnamed parrot complied with the request to leave school grounds, but then continued handing out the condom-filled eggs from a public sidewalk. <sighs> so, now they said, the, the, the AISD said that they would be updating their safety pro- protocols after the incident. They're going to be reviewing their safety protocols to ensure this doesn't happen again, says the AISD spokesperson. It was incredibly careless and inappropriate. That's it. Yeah. Careless and inappropriate. Jesus. Careless and inappropriate. Not not degenerate and like subversive. Not something that should get you on a list for the rest of your natural life. Right. It's 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 the sort of thing that they're I, I don't I don't even know if there are some parents who still have the anger activation mechanism in them that if if their kid got in the car and opened the Easter egg while they're in the car and that that Easter bunny's still out there on the street that you wouldn't go out there and redacted. Yeah. I I, I, I don't think I, I don't know. I, I would have a lot of trouble uh, keeping my cool. Uh, yeah. No, no. Homeschool your children. Yeah, exactly. definitely yeah. homeschool your children. Yeah. Uh, um, wow. Oh, on another quick note to everybody in the chat, I just released uh, gold pill scratch offs. So everybody go check those out. Uh, scratch off, get a random number of gold pills. Yeah, do that. Gold pill scratch offs. How do you, how do you access the scratch off? Beautiful. Well, I got two. Just go to the gold pill tab. Go all the way to the end. Go check the scratch off. Just click on it. Get your two or five or one thousand, however many they are. Hmm. And while you're at it, check out the increments there. Um, the gold pills that you guys give us. If you are just joining us, if you don't know how it works, go to the gold pills tab. You see a bunch of different ones. Cookie, KN, totally not explosive phone, EMP, spaceship. Um, those gold pills will go to uh, improving our live streams, keeping our website uh, redesigned and looking awesome, uh, giving you guys brand new content that you guys can uh, consume later on this year. And new forms of content, too. Yes, definitely. There will be more f- more forms of content. Hopefully, there will be like video stuff, too. But we're going to be doing all, a bunch more um, of the, the campfire stuff. We're going to be doing more live streams. We're doing a whole lot more stuff. Yeah, we actually have a uh, pretty fun guest coming that we're talking to uh, this week, Johnny. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, which we have so many guests. Yes. Um, he's a he. He's been on the show a couple times already. Listeners from back in the day will remember, but you're gonna have to wait and see. It'll yes. Be a fun show. It'll be a fun time. He's a cool guy. I like him a lot. All right. And we'll actually have a guest the week after too. No, not the week after. Two weeks. Two. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta have we gotta have shows with just us now. We have so many guests. People clamoring. Nobody's clamoring. But there are people that, yeah. <laughs> people are clamoring, Johnny. Damn it. They're clamoring to come on the show. All right, guys. Um, 
people have been Holy leaving shit. comments over on the website. That's nice. Please do so. Also, go to paranormies.com and check out the... If you're not listening on Telegram, if you're not listening to this live stream, or if you're you know, wherever you're listening to us, but definitely go over to paranormies.com and download the audio there and leave comments. For free. So, For free. So why is the why is the tranny couple in the content chat? What's going on with... Uh, with uh, Mangelina and uh, Miss Pitt, I've I have no idea. I don't know. It's their trans kid. Gross. Oh. I don't know. Oh, that's tragic. It's uh, disgusting. Part of the religion. Uh, what else? Oh, ado- like adopted about? son Maddox, born in Cambodia. Jeez. Oof. Wow they they really do they really do collect their their. <laughs> their child trafficking for like that doesn't look like a Cambodian kid. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna open that. I'm not gonna yeah. Whatever I open it goes straight to the live stream. I'm not gonna give our listeners that. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't don't do that. You are all welcome. Uh what do we want to talk about next? Um what do we have? We have the uh, we, have... we have the Parkland sugar daddy. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Yes. So we have, close that out. Uh, Parkland woman. So, so there's a woman who is on the jury selection, is in the jury selection process for the sentencing of the Parkland school shooter, Nicholas Cruz. One potential juror raised eyebrows with an excuse that made me a first for getting out of jury duty. I'm married and I have my sugar daddy. The lady went by the name of Miss Bristol, said that she needed to see her sugar daddy every day. She was, surprisingly, not, not selected. Do you guys want to listen to this clip? This is, oh, definitely. This I've be heard hilarious. it before, but everybody okay. should hear this. Okay. Yeah, why not? In the annals of law, this must be a first. It happened as jury selection got underway for the sentencing of Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz. One potential juror was being questioned when she made the startling claim that she couldn't serve because she was too busy spending time with her sugar daddy. I have my sugar daddy. I see every day. Judge Elizabeth Schur looked flabbergasted. I'm sorry? My sugar daddy. Okay, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. But well, we'll... I'm married and I have my, my sugar daddy. Okay. I see him every day. All right, ma'am, we'll come back to you, okay? Thank you. Have you ever heard of the sugar daddy excuse before? I have to say this is a first. I've never heard of this particular excuse. All right. And that's how you get out of jury duty. Also, that judge is looking kind of sus to me. I mean, look at the Adam's apple on the judge. Yeah. Long neck. Is this the same judge? This isn't the same judge that uh, that uh, struck down the mask mandate, is it? I don't know, to be honest. Grognak, can you look that up? The judge that struck down the mask mandate? Yeah, was that a state law? Was that California or <laughs> Florida? Florida. No, it was a Florida judge. Um, while you're doing that, well, wait a minute. This uh, is the same judge, isn't it? Is it? 
Is this the same judge? Hold on a second. I'm going to look because I have. I don't know. Somebody posted something earlier about this. No. Let's look at it. No. Catherine Mizell is the judge. Oh, okay. who, yeah. 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 Catherine Mizell. She is another one that's just got a very long neck and also a very long nose. Yeah, very crooked face. Ooh. No. But uh, yeah, Judge Scherer. A big bulbous forehead and a square jaw and a big long Adam's apple filled neck. Pointed at age thirty three. Oh, of course. Who, Sharer or or the other one? The woman, yeah. Mizelle or Sharer? Which one? Mizelle. Oh, appointed at thirty three years old. What a what a shocking surprise there, guys. They love the numbers. I am not surprised. Yeah, they love their numbers. Oh, man. <sighs> All right, so we have that. That was kind of interesting. Well, they're sentencing this, um, the Nicholas Cruz kid who totally did the shooting in Parkland School, you know. Totally shot up that school that David Hogg went to. Speaking of David Hogg, we didn't mention this. Uh, was it last week that David Hogg was talking about all the black ops things his dad used to do? Yeah, and he tweeted something like, what, what do you guys do when uh, your dad tells you that he's been a part of all this crazy stuff that he can't ever talk about? Um, <laughs> this crazy stuff he's done for the government, specifically, you, I believe he said. You'd probably just leave him alone. Stop bugging him. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go away. <laughs> if you're a normal kid, it's not like he didn't know already. Yeah, you definitely don't brag about it that your dad doesn't want to talk to you about stuff. It's kind of like, you know, crisis actors posting their L's. That, yeah, I mean, I don't get that. He, well, he's openly talked about his dad being FBI before. Even yeah. when, my dad's when, a, my dad's a spook, and he won't talk to me about cool stuff. Like right. no shit. Right. I mean, he, he, I mean, you're gonna blab about it on the fucking internet. So why would he tell you a single thing? Hmm. I mean, everybody, everybody on 4chan, okay, everybody legitimate on 4chan has already found the information anyway, so. I mean, they already matched, they already matched the guy to at least two other events, so, but, I don't know, man. I don't know why you'd put that out, honestly. I have, I have no idea. He's a, he's a very strange, Adam Lanz is a very weird kid, you know what I mean? He did that whole Dance Dance Revolution thing for so long. Remember that video? Oh, yeah. The DDR thing? Yeah, because Adam Lanza is David Hogg, basically, is what I'm saying. He throws up the hood at the very end, or does he pull the hood down? Whatever way he, like, dramatically reveals his face. He just, like, turns around and grabs the camera, is what it was, because he had his little... That's what it was. It was, like, it wasn't a GoPro, because I don't think GoPros were a thing then, were they? No, they were. GoPros were a thing at the time. No, they were. Yeah, they were. GoPros um, were a thing. Yes, they were around probably 10, 12 years ago. But um, Real quick from the chat, uh, Turbosberg joining us for the very first time. Thank you very nice. much. Nice. And Malice is here. Redacted is here. Uh, Gus joined us a while back. I know he was in and out, hanging out with in-laws, I think. Thank you, Gus. 
Love Gus. Thank you for he archiving my VMs. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for everything that you do. Yes. He doesn't just do our VM archives. He also does audiobook archives. Some original, some not original. All of them are great. Yeah, Gus does a lot of cool stuff, and I have to finish. I have to finish filling up that that hard drive for him. Ah, yes. Because so, the sooner so, you do that, uh, the sooner it gets to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody's gonna get. Yeah, everybody's gonna get a copy. So there'll be several copies in case something happens, and all the archives are destroyed, and archive org is taken down. And we pretty much already have a repository of paranormal stuff all over the place. We do, but backups on backups. Oh, absolutely. All right. Um, what do we yes. next? Thank you, everybody, for, for joining us this evening. Um, and thank you to all of our buddies from over there on Telegram that have come out to check us out. But I appreciate else? it. Yeah, totally. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, Guy from V, don't be blackpilled by the androgyne shit. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason There's to be some- blackpilled, dude. It's like you're better off. You're better off. Yeah, just know that they're lying about all sorts of things. So why wouldn't they also be lying about their biological sex? You know, right? It should it they shouldn't come f- as a shock. Right? They they're lie liars. for a living. They're right. liars for a living. Right. So you're gonna be like, so you're gonna be like, oh no, they lied to me about what the sex that they were born. Now again, we talked about this with Mr. E the other day. By the way, we had Mr. E on our show. Oh, so awesome, you guys. I'm still it's still great. I'm still like whoa. Whoa, a little bit, you know, but uh, yeah. that was cool. Um, and like we were saying, is it's not necessarily all like surgical, tr- surgical trannies. Like these things are, they're possibly chemically altered in the womb. They're possibly chemically altered throughout their, you know, throughout their infancy, toddlership, toddlerhood. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, they might not even have anything cut off. They might be castrati. They might be. They might have been given, you know, found to be female in the womb and been given testosterone once they found that out. Who knows? They might be born uh, hermaphroditic, like both. You know, there's there's a lot of things we don't know. We, we don't know because we're not allowed to physically examine these people. And I use that term "people" loosely. Whatever the case, find yourself a real, not online, not entertainment, good woman. Yeah. Have a good family, a white family. There you go. And stop cooming. Seriously? Stop. I mean, look, just, well, I mean, just stop to the trannies and stuff. Like, you know, do what you got to do, but like, don't, don't do it to those, those perversions and inversions because it'll fuck up your whole idea of what females are supposed to look like, what females are supposed to act like, how they're supposed to be built, you know? And just know, just know that the women that you're with, the real women, that's what they're supposed to look like. And real women that work out actually look more feminine. They don't look disgusting. No, even the, even like the the. I'm not talking about like the Bev Francis's and the the IBFF bodybuilding those chicks because those a lot of times aren't chicks. But um, and what the testosterone they do does to their bodies. But like the the CrossFit, the super fitness fitness chicks, you know, they don't get very masculine looking, even if they have a lot of musculature. Right. I think some of them are actually quite hot. Even the, what's that Russian chick with the, the huge legs and the big biceps? I mean, she's still very pretty. Is you she know? the one who like crushes a watermelon with her thighs? Bonk. 
Bonk, bonk, yeah, bonk, 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 bonk. I was simply asking if bonk. that was the same person. No, that's that's bonk. totally bonk. Yeah, no bonk. Yeah. That's just whatever. Okay, whatever. Bonking you both. So whatever. apparently, uh, apparently Shiloh is looking more like her dad every day. Right. That's why this article is put in there. And so if Shiloh is born biological female, she's looking more and more like Brad, who was also born a biological female. Yep. Man, and at first I, I thought Fury was a good movie. It, it still is a good movie, mainly because they used a real King Tiger tank for that for that battle scene. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they went through that. It was the last working King Tiger tank in existence in uh, in England, and they 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 set up a whole track and everything for it to go on. They they like paved an entire road and stuff that they hid uh, under debris and everything to make it look like it was on the battlefield. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, there was a lot of detail. That. There was a there was a crap ton of detail that went into that movie to make it uh, as authentic as possible, while still being a World War II film. Absolutely. So it's kind of it's kind of like a Greek mythology movie with guns. Best job I ever had. <laughs> Best job I ever had. Uh, also, <laughs> Inspector Rhino from Telegram is joining us. Oh, hey, cool, nice, love you, Rhino. All right. Yes, he's awesome. Do- Right, do do we, we have anything else? We do have a couple more things. I mean, Ooh. we do. We do. Ooh, can we? What? I said, yeah, we do. Can we? Can we talk about uh, Biden and the Easter Bunny? Oh yeah, that was what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. Okay, while we're talking about this, at first, I'm just gonna pull up this picture. It's Jill and Joe uh, introducing the Easter Bunny at the White House. The Easter Bunny and Jill and Joe are all in masks. When I was looking for the article, uh, I found this picture, and I just uh, should show up here on the live stream in just a minute. I don't think you guys have the drive open, do you? No, I have the. Uh, I don't have the drive open. I have the. I have the. The what do you call it? The New York Post article post uh, pulled up. Oh man, which picture is it? Uh, look on the live stream. If you have pilled open, it's not, I don't think it's in, uh, oh, yeah. the, the picture of Jill and the, yeah, Jill and the, and the Easter bunny giving the left-handed Roman. Yeah. Oof. With, the, with the glasses on with the glasses. So, but, but the, the best part is before all this, I mean, even, you know, they came out with the Easter bunny and whatever. And, and of course, and of course, you know, they were wearing masks and the Easter bunnies wearing a mask. But, uh, when Biden was walking around, um, was being asked a question by a reporter about Afghanistan and Pakistan. Um, he was quickly interrupted by the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny grabbed him and kind of whisked him away. How about that? The Easter Bunny was making sure the president didn't answer questions. Was it also handing out Easter eggs full of condoms? No, no. Not the same Easter Bunny. Uh, no, not okay. the same Easter Bunny. But we can't be for sure. 
You pick weird things to get focused on. Oh, and notice in this picture in the uh, in the article, uh, Biden or the Easter Bunny are wearing a mask. Nobody is wearing a mask. Right. They they had to wear a mask. Yeah. Yes. To conceal which Easter Bunny it is. We don't want we don't want the same Easter Bunny from Austin being accused of misleading the president. That Easter Bunny is super cringe. The entire uh, the entire egg hunt thing at the White House has always been incredibly cringe. I feel like it's honestly just a barbecue for certain folks. Hmm. You know, sm- so- you know, smell crazy in that costume. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been. Uh, when I was 17, I think, yeah, when I was 17, I spent uh, a few weeks doing events when I worked at Chick-fil-A, and I, I did the cow costume. I know how those things smell and how how terrible it is. You know, it's, it's like, a, like a grease trap and burning newspaper in there. Yeah, pretty much. God help you if you let loose a protein fart. Oh. Ugh. You know you break out in a rash after you take that thing off, too. It's like... Uh, yes. It's like a fiberglass rash when you've been crawling around in an attic. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you, fell, you fell into the insulation a little bit. <laughs> I think Johnny's just letting us filibuster. Yeah. You guys go ahead and filibuster for the rest of the... No, um, I don't know, dude. This this is really weird. The, the Easter Bunny telling Joe Biden what to do and the masks at the white house it's all just very gay yeah yeah but what else can we expect from this honestly right i mean the fact that there was even an easter anything that is true i'm surprised they didn't do like a a mid ramadan wishing you happy ramadan on easter like the nhl did yeah which i mean it's all gay anyway so yeah, that was well. That was directly, I mean, intended to incense people. There's, there's no reason for that on Easter. Like they, they really, yeah. That was that yeah. was like you. Well, you, you're gonna remember that the NHL is the most Jewishly owned professional league, professional sports league that there is. Is baseball the least? Uh, don't know anymore because I haven't followed. I haven't followed pro sports for. A while. I could be wrong. I could be lying totally about the the um hockey thing but it was it used to be i know it was that they were the most most jewishly owned professional sports league it could be i mean it could be european soccer who the fuck knows but um yeah they're all very they're all very um oh soccer in general all the way across the world is completely jewish yeah but so yeah, so uh, I might be wrong. So I could be wrong about that. But anyways, they're all. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's something off about those Jews. There's something. I don't know what it is. I don't know. There's something about them. Um, I know, dog. About you brought this up in the chat earlier today, but uh, the Jews, the news Jews, aren't doing very good with their pay-per-view Jews news shows. Oh, we're we're. We're doing my John Leibowitz story. Just do it. We'll do it on the way out the door. It's the last bit. 
All righty. Well, John Leibowitz is very upset. Oh, I'm sorry. Most of you know him by his uh, name, John Stewart. John Leibowitz is dead naming him because he's he's transformed into a white person. So you know you don't want a dead name. You don't you, you don't want to dead name these people. But John Leibowitz is upset because nobody is subscribing enough to Apple TV or the people who are subscribing to Apple T or Apple TV plus or whatever it is are not watching his show. Only 40,000 people watched his last episode. And basically all his show is, is, uh, various forms of struggle sessions. And it's just, it's just an ongoing thing that they've been doing since the daily show, which is we have a, uh, fake comedian bring you, current event content and they phrase it in such a way to where you're, you should be embarrassed if you're the people that they're talking about. So it's a way, it's a way of programming people through bad comedy, but it's a struggle session of by any other name. Yeah, that's, I guess the, the struggle session is what they, they, they call that. It's really kind of a retarded term, but whatever, but him and, um, Chris Wallace too, his pay per view little. Oh yeah, Chris Wallace is uh, also upset that nobody is subscribing to CNN Plus to watch his show. Yeah, it seems uh, that a lot of subscription based stuff has low numbers. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of funny what he said. Apparently, in the uh, the end of his premiere episode, he said, "Thank you for watching, but my guess is you didn't." You're probably just going to look at aggregated clips of it somewhere on YouTube where you pirate Ted Lasso. You don't even know how to get Apple TV, do you? Oh, my God. And, that, and of course, he's got to do the little smart me Jew thing at the end where he insults his audience. Imagine having, like, you know, contempt for your audience. Well, well one of the best things he did recently, he did a struggle session with Spartacus, Cory Booker. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> uh, in the in the closed captioning, when he says "white farmers," he rubs his hands together like the Happy Merchant for a screenshot. It was yep. like perfect Happy Merchant. Yeah, it was. I saw that. It was pretty bad. I mean, I, I don't even know anybody that does that in real life. The the rubbing of the hands together. Only, yeah, I don't either. Actually, now that I think about it. But yeah, to me, it only references that, that meme. In American consciousness, would you say that John Stewart is one of the preeminent shapeshifters? Yeah. Because, I mean, because... Uh, do you know how many people have no idea that his real last name is Leibowitz? A good percentage of his his audience, most likely. What's left of his audience if right. it's only 40,000 people. I, I know. Right? But, uh, well, even saying that, it, he, what, well, who's to say that his numbers were real to begin with? I don't think they were. You know what I'm saying? They said that at the peak of his daily show uh, programming, he had 3.5 a night million. Mm-hmm. I, I am surprised that the system is allowing these stories to reach out that the Chris Wallace and the John Leibowitz numbers are so piss poor, right? Like 
I, I just thought basically if if once you subscribe to one of these services, I didn't know that they were tracking the numbers any further. Oh, no, you got to know that they track every single number, dude. Right, but I didn't think they'd be releasing. I, I, I just, I'm uh, little, those numbers, I'm a well, little curious as to why they're releasing. I, I, well, they, I cause they have to, they, they have to, it's part of the, uh, there's some FCC thing where they, they release numbers or something to do with, um, what were the families? The, he used to have the box in your house. If you were a special, if you were one of the families that watched TV professionally or whatever, you know what I mean? Nielsen rating, the Nielsen families. That's the word. Um, oh yes. The Nielsen family. Yeah. But um, yes, the Nielsens, that's how they got the ratings for everything. That's how they would, they would tell you what shows were good. They're high Nielsen ratings. Nielsen. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, but um, we have, do we have more news? I think we might be done. I think we might be done with the news this week. Yeah, we, uh, we don't care. Yeah, we don't, we don't care about uh, Coach Red Pill disappearing quote disappearing i don't care dude. i don't know i don't i don't even know who the fuck that is I, he's I a guy that shit everywhere i don't care yeah i care as much about this dude as i do about the taylor lorenz thing like they're both yeah uh, i care i care little to zero about both so anyhow yeah, either either he deserved it or he faked it either way don't care yeah i mean like the whole theory on that is what was he like some manosphere guy who went to ukraine and uh, it was like anti-Russia or anti-Ukraine in Russia or in there. I don't know. And then the Russians invaded and he basically live streamed. It's just gay. The whole, it's just gay. And nobody, I don't care. It's your own fault. He went, he went and, and like did live streams for clout, you know? So anyway, clout. he's a retard. Yeah. Clout. What a great word that is. Too many people chase clout. Mm. Mm, mm. It's the dragon. <laughs> anyway, uh yeah and the taylor lorenz thing i don't care she went to the same school as like kim Jong un or something like this i don't give if you're rich enough to go to one of those kind of schools you're not some a woman who's being harassed by normal people fuck off all right i didn't even bring that up I know, I know you didn't i just said i wait don't a, care about that as much as i don't care about this wait a minute can i bring up something just real live live real quick about john Leibowitz? oh yeah the Gargnack just posted the pamela geller yeah, John Stewart labeled most disgusting Jew on planet by Pamela Geller. Whoa. Um Jewish right wing activist. She's Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Pamela Geller. She's Jewish and she accuses him of working for the underside, the other side, under the guise of comedy. Wow. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Like I hadn't heard from that. Trillionta in a long time, dude. I used to yeah. love Pamela Geller stuff back when I was yeah. just like an early red pill before I realized she was Jewish. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're anyway. yeah, we're gonna get out of here. Thank you guys. Thanks for shit posting through the news with me. Thank you to everybody that tuned in tonight on Pilled. Thank you to everybody that tuned in tonight on D Live and Odyssey. Also. We love you all. We do. We really do. Uh, thank you to everybody who donated. We appreciate that as well. Um, buy our shirts. Buy our shirts at dissidentapparel.com. They are buy cool. Our shirts. Buy our shirts. This is a threat. 
uh, Necronormicon will be at the end of the podcast, which will be released on 420. <laughs> I read more Ted K. More Ted K. Okay. Yep. Uh, we, that, we have a guest. Do we have a guest Friday? Do we? I uh, no, I don't believe so. No, we don't have a guest Friday. Okay. Unless something comes up real quick, but no. Yeah, no, we don't have a guest. We did guests for a while. We're doing no guest, then yes, guest, then no guest. Okay, yes, no guest this Friday. We'll be back with something very cool for you, though. We'll see you all this weekend. Later. Time travel makes you gay. The System's Neatest Trick by Theodore Kaczynski. Part 4. The Trick is Not Perfect. Naturally, the system's trick does not work perfectly. Not all of the positions adopted by the activist community are consistent with the needs of the system. In this connection, some of the most important difficulties that confront the system are related to the conflict between the two different types of propaganda that the system has to use, integration propaganda and agitation propaganda. Integration propaganda is the principal mechanism of socialization in modern society. It is propaganda that is designed to instill in people the attitudes, beliefs, values, and habits that they need to have in order to be safe and useful tools of the system. It teaches people to permanently repress or sublimate those emotional impulses that are dangerous to the system. Its focus is on long-term attitudes and deep-seated values of broad applicability, rather than on attitudes towards specific current issues. Agitation propaganda plays on people's emotions so as to bring out certain attitudes or behaviors in specific current situations. Instead of teaching people to suppress dangerous emotional impulses, it seeks to stimulate certain emotions for well-defined purposes localized in time. The system needs an orderly, docile, cooperative, passive, dependent population. Above all, it requires a non-violent population, since it needs the government to have a monopoly on the use of physical force. For this reason, integration propaganda has to teach us to be horrified, frightened, and appalled by violence so that we will not be tempted to use it even when we are very angry. And by violence, I mean physical attacks on human beings. More generally, integration propaganda has to teach us soft, cuddly values that emphasize non-aggressiveness, interdependence, and cooperation. On the other hand, in certain contexts, the system itself finds it useful or necessary to resort to brutal, aggressive methods to achieve its own objectives. The most obvious example of such methods is warfare. In wartime, the system relies on agitation propaganda. In order to win public approval of military action, it plays on people's emotions to make them feel frightened and angry at the real or supposed enemy. In this situation, there is a conflict between integration propaganda and agitation propaganda. Those in whom the cuddly values and aversion to violence have been most deeply planted can't easily be persuaded to approve a bloody military operation. Here, the system's trick backfires to some extent. The activists who have been rebelling all along in favor of the values of integration propaganda continue to do so during wartime. 
They oppose the war effort not only because it is violent, but because it is racist, colonialist, imperialist, etc. All of which are contrary to the soft, cuddly values taught by integration propaganda. The system's trick also backfires where the treatment of animals is concerned. Inevitably, many people extend to animals the soft values and aversion to violence that they are taught with respect to humans. They are horrified by the slaughter of animals for meat and by other practices harmful to animals, such as the reduction of chickens to egg-laying machines kept in tiny cages, or the use of animals in scientific experiments. Up to a point, the resulting opposition to mistreatment of animals may be useful to the system, because a vegan diet is more efficient in terms of resource utilization than a carnivorous one, veganism, if widely adopted, will help to ease the burden placed on the Earth's limited resources by the growth of the human population. But activists' insistence on ending the use of animals in scientific experiments is squarely in conflict with the system's needs, since for the foreseeable future, there is not likely to be any workable substitute for living animals as research subjects. All the same, the fact that the system's trick does backfire here and there does not prevent it from being used on the whole a remarkably effective device for turning rebellious impulses to the system's advantage. It has to be concealed that the trick described here is not the only factor determining the direction that rebellious impulses take in our society. Many people today feel weak and powerless for the very good reason that the system does make us weak and powerless and therefore identify obsessively with victims, with the weak, and the oppressed. That's part of the reason why victimization issues such as racism, sexism, homophobia, and neocolonialism have become standard activist issues.